Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. Dog, no one here yet. It ain't oh. start yet. So oh. I say, you are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. We are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. I'm Ole, and with me is the homie Will T. Listen, man, it was dead air. <laughs> I was trying to be a good teammate. I know. I, I was just trying so, to make sure we were. So, you know, I was just trying to jump in there, I man. I feel you. I was trying to post the stuff on social media about us being live, man. I was just trying to make sure <clears> I had all the particulars out of the way, man. But also, anyway, we're here. We're here. We're in here. We, we missed last week because it was Turkey Day weekend. So, oh, we Turkey Day week, excuse me. So, we took a break, man. We had to spend time with our families, enjoy turkey. How was your Thanksgiving, bro? I didn't do turkey this year. Yeah, what did you do, bro? You didn't do turkey? I did Cornish game hens. That's like still a bird. It's <laughs> not turkey. I it's mean, a bird. Tur- it's a bird. Listen, man, to me, turkey is overrated. We only no. have it once a year. Well, how do you make it, though? Then I agree with you. It is no, I mean, I, I typically fry. You don't like the fried turkey? I I do, but it's it's like man, I have that every. I feel the, you. You want something different? I, feel I want you. something no, different. I get you. I get you. How was it? How was that? The quarter ten. It was good. Mm-hmm. I made it, so of course oh, it came out great. Yeah, of course it came out great. You said that. I made it. Of course it came. Of course it came out great. Yeah, man. So no, nah, I I really enjoyed mm-hmm. my um um Thanksgiving. Got a chance to hang out with my family. Did oh. some um volunteer work in the community. Awesome, fed man. the streets. And, uh, that's dope. It's good man. to go. That's good. dope. So good, man. No, that's dope. I need to do that too. That's dope. It should, man. I like that. I, I used to, you know, um, help out at, at the Capitol Food, Food Bank. Bank. Mm, I used to in the city uh, mm-hmm. up in North. It was, it was Northeast. Up in Northeast. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. Um, it's like you. Circuit Day was great for me as well because I'm with my family, my cousins, uh, my new nephew. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my new nephew, <clears throat> Oluchala. Olu Shola? Yeah. Shola. Yeah. Shola. Shola. Olu Shola. Yeah. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, man. Um, it was great. I just, something about it, you know, because Thanksgiving was like my father's favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. So anytime you get the whole family together, that was the thing of him, like getting the whole family together. And if, you, if folks who knew my father, you wouldn't think that's how he was, but that's how he was. <laughs> uh, but he just like, he liked getting, the, you know, getting the family together. Just like he just it gave him a smile. So um, just having that type of, you know, that environment, you know, and also to kind of remembering who he is to at the same time. So, yeah, man, it was great. great uh, also, I, I don't think they have a sponsorship deal with us, but shout out to the um, casino that's in um, <laughs> in the harbor that has a, um, a app that allows you to gamble Wait, in do, Maryland. And dude, say, hey, we, maybe we can work it, bro. Hey, possibly, you, you man. Listen, know, man. I, I just know that um, – we're a sports show. Sports We're a sports baby. show, and that parlay, two par that 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 uh, two leg parlay, um, it was clutch. It was clutch, baby. Came through. <laughs> Came through. Michigan and Texas A and M. Oh man! Shout out to my hey! Shout out to my Wolverines. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know I'm a big Michigan fan. And what we did to Ohio State. I don't think no one anticipated that. No, happening. nobody. I, I actually did. thought I thought Michigan was going to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate that happening. I thought it would be. Com- I thought it would be competitive. I was hoping play, I was hoping it was going to be competitive because I, you know, watching Michigan throughout the season, like they're one dimensional. They're very one dimensional at a time. And let's time. be honest, they did the the level of competition that they faced. They weren't, yeah. And even I mean, outside, game, out, yeah. outside of Penn okay, State. outside Penn State, and Illinois. Yeah, but even at the Illinois game, we should have like tried. We should have we should have blew out Illinois, and we struggled against Illinois. Yeah, this is in the big house. Yep. So going into you know, going into the game against uh, Ohio State, I'm like, oh, we ain't even playing our best football. Quorum is hurt. I'm like, oh, this is not – you're not going to get the it best was a recipe for It was exactly. a recipe for disaster. But also, but what gave me a little hope, though, going into that game is that, like, Ohio State struggled against Maryland, right? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, like, both teams aren't playing their sharpest football. But like you said, I didn't expect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially the first drive, Ohio State scores pretty easily to get the seven. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then – after, you know, you know, this first, you know, the first um, Michigan, you know, tied up at 10, then it was like, all right, we got, we got, we got, we want to do. And if you watch Michigan football throughout the whole season, you know that 
Michigan is a second half team. Like they make adjustments like nobody's business. Like Jim Harbaugh and his staff make adjustments like nobody's business. That's so. probably my favorite person. One of my favorite people in sports. Jim Harbaugh. Absolutely, yeah, I think man. he's one of my favorite people too. The passion, man. Yeah, the man. Pa- it's real. The passion it's the guy has, man, for for football. Yeah. Um, especially a specific brand of football, yeah. like physical physical football. Like it's it's amazing to just watch him, you know, kind of orchestrating him do his thing. So congratulations to him and um, University of Michigan Definitely. football team. Uh, yeah, man. I mentioned Empire Media. Empire Media hosts multiple DMV <clears throat> sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders insider John Kime, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today insider Mike Jones. And you subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Tune in iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Every time I hear his name, I always want to say uh, a dated joke. Mike Jones, like who? Oh, I do too. Yeah. I stop myself too. I, I'm the same way, bro. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the local app with hundreds of options in local news and health in the DMV region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire shows as well as the other great content. Don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Check out our weekly NFL picks. Hmm, don't know about that one. I am the bottom because uh, I have a couple weeks of not doing it. Um, <laughs> On the Football Garbage Time website, just go to www.footballgarbagetime.com. It's part, it's part of the Urban Sports Scene versus Football Garbage Time Challenge. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook great Facebook pay Facebook group. Excuse me. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Hey, Will T. Let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about the Washington Commanders <laughs> defeating the Atlanta Falcons and Washington's upcoming game against the New York Giants. At 8.30, we'll debate which Washington Wizards player has made the biggest improvement. Finally, the re- we'll talk about the return of quarterback Deshaun Watson. All right, but first, I'll, I'll read this. On Sunday... <laughs> The Commanders defeated the Atlanta Falcons 19-13. Since Ray was, I thought Ray was going to be here first, and he's not. But I'm going to start with you, Will T. I'm the only person to start I know, with. Exactly. You know? Unless there's a ghost. The spirit. Hey, look, where you at? Where you at, Ray? All right. <laughs> hey, what were your thoughts on the game and your thoughts on uh, – what's your, what's your, what were your thoughts on the game? Uh, it was close, in my opinion, yeah. right? I look at that Atlanta Falcons team, and I look at this Washington so, Commanders team. And I say, and I just look at talent across the board. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder why was that game so close for the Commanders? Agreed. Because I think if you just if we're just being honest, I, they do. <clears throat> the truth. You know, um, across more talent. yeah across the board, Washington just has more talent. Agreed. But what made it so difficult was there's a style of football that Ron Rivera is going for. Yeah. With this specific quarterback, yeah. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the things that made it as close as it is. Um, the um, This team has found success playing it very close to the, to the vest, mm-hmm. running the football, playing good defense, mm-hmm. and making sure that Taylor Heineke limits those. Don't hit the mistakes. I was going to say, oh, shit plays. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, limiting the oh, shit plays, yeah. right? And he he's doing a good job of not doing that um, thus far. When they don't drop him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> not only that, um, I, one of the things that, in my opinion, because of his playing style, with it being a little rainy yeah. conversation outside, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually think that's one of the things that played into Taylor Heineke's advantage for him. Right? I Because a guy who likes to get outside the pocket and create plays yeah. and extend plays, right? I thought that was one of the things that would be – a um an uh, advantage for, for him, him. Yeah, yeah. and for this football team. It definitely was an advantage for uh Mariota. I do think he took advantage with his legs in that game yeah. too. Um I do agree with you. I do think the rain the weather helped and it, it's funny, I think it helped in this aspect because you had a, a coordinator who does like to tend to throw the football. So when it's and when the weather is not conducive to passing the football, it kinda makes you one dimensional, right? So you have to be not one dimensional, but force you to run lean on the run game a little bit more. So I do think that kind of benefited uh the weather helped put the reins on the play calling. Say, no, well, we can't do but so much passing the football. So we're gonna have to lean on Brian Robinson Jr. and Gibson and um and Williams, Jonathan Williams, the, yep. the three running backs that the Washington featured. 
And big shout out to Jonathan, um, to uh, Brian Robinson Jr., who had um, 100, about 105 yards. Um, and first hundred yard game. First hundred, first hundred yard game, and also you know one receiving touchdown when he trucked over the Atlanta Falcon uh, DB. Um, but I'm with you, Will. I think I do think that you know the team is t- more talented than Atlanta. You know what I mean? It is. I, I mean, I'm not throwing shade. It's just a fact. It's more talented than Atlanta. <clears throat> but because of the one position, because you have to play it and coach it a different way, because this quarterback, not just because in a lot we use the arm thing, but not just because the arm. But the limitations this quarterback has, but they even make creating turnovers, right? Like he, this if you let this quarterback free on his own devices, he will turn the football over, and you do not want to put that defense in a situation where they have to, you know, start from you know a bad field position. You know what I mean? For them, that's not a, a situation that's not advantageous for this defense. So, I think that you have to coach the game a certain way, and that's why this game was close. But this has been a win- winning formula. I say, I say this to any. Individual's not a big fan of the quarterback. Like, you know, at the end of the day, you gamble. You just show, like, like if you're going, if you are rocking, doing the same bet, right, and it's working, you're getting you're gonna, the bag. You're going to keep going. You keep going with it. Regardless <laughs> of how it looked, regardless if it's close, regardless of you just kind of scraping through it, but you're still winning it, you're going to stick with it. So, I tell folks all the time who who, who aren't, because I'm not the biggest Taylor Heineke fan, but I'm like, what do you want? What you, do you don't want? say. I'm not at all. You know this, but I'm like, but if you're, but if you're just use your common, just use common sense, you're winning. Why would you change it? Yeah, not only like like you said, you're going to keep, you're going to be very formulaic in yeah. what you do, and you're going to double down, yeah. right? You're going to double down, yeah. <clears throat> you're going to um, eliminate the things from the play call script that aren't um, that don't take it that don't take uh, advantage of his strengths. Yeah, and you know what he isn't. The greatest at, yeah. so you're going to try to eliminate those things also. No, I think that that's that's the thing for me. It's like he limits the <laughs> offense to scoring the twenty, the 30, 30 points, right? You have uh, Terry McLaurin, you have J- Ricky Jahan Dotson, you have all these weapons. You have Curtis Samuel, you have all these weapons. Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas, you have your running backs. You just see what you have in running running back in the backfield. With Gibson, just a guy who can kind of do so many things out in the backfield. You saw in terms of physicality, you have with Brad Robinson Jr. So to your point, well, on the offense, you do have a lot of weapons to go to, for real. But you can only score about 19 points in this game. But at the same time, again, it's because you want to limit – you want to do what's best for your team to win a football game because of the play caller you have – like play call, because of the quarterback that you have in the – you know, running the play, running the team. So you got to make it best, the best situation for it. But in terms of this game, um, he played a solid game managing in terms of Taylor, in terms of Taylor Heineke. thought the defense played well. Um, well enough. I thought they played better before, but well enough. Uh, I think, I, to me, watching that game initially, I thought Atlanta was way more physical than Washington was. I thought they were the more physical team. Um, I, I'll say that. I, I just that down the road. When I said, and I said this, you know, prior to this show about Atlanta, I think I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, Atlanta, you know, the teams that are going to scare Washington aren't the teams that can just run the football. Like, that's not the team that can scare Washington. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> if two teams are going to run the football, you're going to have limited opportunities, right? Because mm-hmm. both teams mean they're going to try to win a time of the possession game. You're running the football. The team that's going to scare Washington is the teams that score, like throw the ball, like winging it. You got a quarterback that's winging it. That means that you got to maximize your opportunity when you are running the football. So now the pressure is if they're scoring 14 and you're only getting three by running the football, now you got to, like it's on the, like you said, the oh shit moment. I got to throw the football to get points. And that's when you put Washington in the bind. But if you've got a quarterback who isn't the best passer, and like and Mariota isn't like the best passer, <clears throat> no knock on Mariota, just not the best passer. Mm-hmm. Then Washington has a, a good chance of being a game and winning that football game. So that's why I felt like I felt pretty okay with this matchup because of Marcus Mariota and what he brings to the passing game. All right, let's stay on this matchup. Who do you think was the MVP of this game this from Sunday? I would give it Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, his first time, like you mentioned, his first hundred yard game, um, physicality. I thought he brought an attitude running the football, and we just and we've always I think just by watching this team over the the Ron Rivera regime, like over the Ron, Ron Rivera years here in DC, it's like what's this team? What is this team's identity? Right? I think you see it like when you have a guy like Brian Brian Robinson Jr. Like physicality, we're gonna run it through you. We're gonna run it through your neck, and we're gonna and we're gonna try to out physical you. And I think for this is the first time I can honestly say like. Even that year they went 79 to make the postseason, which was whatever. This is the most physical – this is like a physical 
mentality that Rivera is <clears throat> trying to coach up, and you can see it. Like, this is the identity. I, you know, last year around – a little bit earlier um, around this time last year, we had a conversation about what's the identity of yeah. this team, uh-huh. right? And I think Bram was on that night, if I'm not may, mistaken. Yeah, he may have been. Um, we we had to do this at the Ravens. We're like <laughs> – like the Ravens weren't that good. Yeah, so we, we we had a conversation <laughs> about you know <clears throat> the um you know when this team was successful back in the eighties and its heyday there was an identity mm-hmm. to this team you know you had the hogs you had play action passing you had power running game mm-hmm. and you had a defense um they got to the quarterback I you know you're starting to see kind of those bits and pieces of this team's history of being a physical run team. Yeah. Um, with let's just be honest, with uh, a quarterback you could plug and play and win. Yeah, you know, so playing a certain style, of, a certain style of offense yeah. and a certain style of defense. So, you know, um, you won't be able to win like this every week in the NFL. No, no. You know, you don't. You don't have. Um, you don't have a, a, a guy that's as special or who wears that. I'm not saying Brian Robinson is special, but a guy who wears down defenses and gets stronger as the game goes. Like um, King Henry in yeah, Tennessee, different. Different. right? Yeah, and also they have a quarterback who's capable yeah. of making. That's what I'm saying. It's different. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, more than one or two plays. Because yeah. even with King Henry, you can argue to say like, for instance, you use King Henry as an example. That's a good example. They both went to Alabama. Have our physical running running backs. I'm not just, I'm not putting Brian Robinson Jr. on the level of King Henry, but King Henry was playing with Marcus Mariota. He only can get but so far. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. With Marcus Mariota, get a limited passer. Then you give him uh, Tannehill, and you have a team that you know contends. Like I mean, they really contend. They can. Get, they're good enough to get to the. A, I think they got to the AFC championship. Yeah, they got like, to the AFC championship. Yeah, AFC championship game. Last, yeah, last year um, had the like was the second. Were they, were they the best record in the AFC last year or second? Second. Second best record in the AFC. So I'm saying like you have like when you have talent like when you have that type of running back. You're still gonna need a quarter. A Excuse me, they made it to the AFC Championship the year before last. Sorry, it's a year, but the, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, last year what they got Cincinnati knocked them out. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean. So yeah, so basically, I'm just saying like they got they consistently are competing close enough, contending. They're contending for a championship. One way or they're contending for a championship. But you have a, you need to have a guy who can throw the ball, can make certain throws. Washington doesn't have that guy. <clears throat> so like you said, Will, I totally agree with you. That as good as Brian Robinson, if Brian Robinson can reach even close to King Henry, you're still going to need another guy. You're going to need a guy who can scare defenses to make certain passes. That's it. Is what it is because you're not going to get away with it. And think about it. You know the the guy who was the offense coordinator in um, excuse me in Tennessee, Arthur yeah, Smith. Atlanta, um, yeah. He's the head coach in Atlanta, and Arthur Smith was on the offensive staff of Joe Gibbs when yeah. Joe Gibbs came back. Joe Gibbs 2.0, oh, as yeah, you affectionately yeah. like to call. I do 2.0. And 2.0, they had an identity too, a physical mentality, physical, physical brand of football. And okay. I love, I love physicality. That's me though. That's my type of football. All right, that's Taylor, why I love your ball so much. Go ahead. Taylor Heineke threw for a whopping 138 yards and two touchdowns and an interception. Can Washington continue to get by with this I, kind I think of we play? Kind of t- yeah, I don't think so. We we kind of briefly talked about yeah. it a little bit. I don't think so. <clears throat> um, when you play better competition, you're not going to get away with. That type of output. I don't care what it is, and and then you're going. If you want to open, it, and the issue is that if you do open it up for him, he has an issue. He has a situation. He has the the trait to turn the ball over. So, and your defense. You don't want to put your defense in that bind where you have a quarterback going to turn the ball over. It's not. This defense isn't as good as like the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. You know what I'm saying? No, not at all. But it is good. It is a good defense, and you don't want to put them in in a situation where. You know, there's like multiple turnovers, and they got to defend you. They got to defend from the from from the thirty yard line. You know what I mean? So so you don't want them in that situation. So my thing is that you're gonna have to Taylor Heineke is gonna have to get better and improve. If you because when you play against look, let's keep it a buck. You play against Tom Brady in the playoffs, not in the regular season, in the playoffs. That's different. That's not gonna work. If you play against Trying to think in the AFC. I mean, like even our Dallas Cowboys in the division. This that type of it ain't working against Dak enough. It's not because the Dallas Cowboys has have a supreme defense. They do have a supreme defense, mm-hmm. and their quarterback is is good. Like it is Dak is good. So you're gonna have to put up points. So you gotta play better. You know what I mean? So you got to. So if you have aspirations of 
not just get into the postseason, but try to do some damage in the postseason, Taylor Heineke has to get better. Okay. Um, before we get into this upcoming Sunday, mm-hmm. um, this past Sunday, Washington commemorated the death 15-year anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, of Sean it. Taylor. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Man, I'll say, when I first saw, saw it, I was <clears> just trash. I thought, like, I'm going to lie to you. That's what I said. But then somebody tweeted something, and I kind of agree. It was like, if his family appreciates it and loves it and likes it, I ain't going to knock it. Right. That's on them. Like, they like it, then who am I? If mm-hmm. they feel the emotion, they say, you know what? It was good. It's good for them. It's good for me. But initially when I saw that, all right. Like, this is trash. I was like, like, this ain't a statue. Don't use the term. But this is my, I guess this is my issue. Don't use the term statue. Like, don't say statue. Just don't say something else. You say memorial. Okay, that's fine. You say, yeah. Then, then you were like, then folks were like, oh well, that's what the media said. Well, you do. We all in communications and PR, dude. Like you could, you could have squashed that and said, hey, tell whoever, like it's not a statue. Put it out there. It's not a statue. That way, the ex, you you dead the expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you be quiet, if you're quiet and you're like, you know what, let the media run with it. People, dude, like there are leaks everywhere in this. In this we know about leaks here in this area. Mm-hmm. Just dead it. Just dead it. You know what I'm saying? But. I, my my stance on my stand on it stance on it is I don't have I don't own the right to have an, a, like that type of opinion. If the, opinion. If, the, if the family loves it, I, it's it's fine with me. Well, I mean you're you're entitled. I'm in my opinion. You know what I mean? Though? Like <clears throat> yeah. I'm not gonna knock it if they love it because y'all that's 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 Sean Taylor is theirs. Like I know we all I think we have a piece, if it's fan base thing to have a piece of Sean Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor is theirs. It's their family. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I think it was a nice gesture. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, to a generation of fans um, who don't know who who there isn't a rich history for them yeah. to 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 um, fall back on. Mm-hmm. This, you know, unfor- the unfortunate passing of Sean Taylor is one of those instances in in this franchise's history. Whether it's you know the R word or the Whatever. Washington Football Team and now the Commanders that. You know, definitely um, tugs at people emotionally, and yeah. it's something that people will remember. Um, so, to see them commemorate, you know, his memory, yeah. I, I think that was special. Um, but um, I'm like you, you know, I, you know, if the family is happy with it, um, there's a lot that's going on externally and internally with yeah. this team. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think that that may have been the with everything that's going on around surrounding this team, may have been the best moment to do it, but I understand the sentiment and I know why they did it. Yeah. So, yeah. no I mean, complaints here. Oh, I mean, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I guess, yeah, I don't know. To me, I mean, in terms of it was internally, they get sold anyway, it don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just cute to buck. They get sold, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I, I would just, I, I'm just saying, like, you just don't use the term statue. That's all I, that's all I would say. Just don't use that term. Like, I think everybody would be, Cool if you just said a memorial, because then that represents a lot of things. Yeah, it represents a lot of things. So it wouldn't matter. Like you can't fry, <clears throat> you can't fry that. You can't say, all right, this is statue. This is a statue. This is a statue here. Looks a difference. And look at this. Because you can compare one to the other, you're gonna be like, oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. The term memorial is it's different. Like yeah. you could a memorial, just like you go into like um. The African American, uh, uh, African American Museum, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see, like basically that's what it is. Like you or you call it a museum if you went to a certain something like that. Like basically, you got his jersey, some of the stuff he used to rock on on that on that mannequin type thing. Yes. I guess it's a mannequin. So it's a mannequin, yeah. <laughs> so I w- that made more sense. That would make more sense. But I, I'm also I would also would say like I, hopefully they're not finished with it. I w- I kind of think they're going to add on to that anyway. So we'll see how it pans out. All right, man. So you, you talked about Sunday. Sunday, Washington goes to New York to take on New York Giants. Uh, the Commanders are currently the seventh seed in the NFC playoff <clears> race, so they're 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 in. They got the last spot, and the Giants are the sixth seed. What are the keys for a victory over the Giants for the Commanders? Will T. Taylor Heineke not turning over the ball. I agree. Them stopping um, Saquon Barkley and making Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, beat them with uh-huh. his arm. Uh-huh. Not with his legs, because we know he's historically he's had long oh, he runs, runs against Washington yeah, um, that has 
changed the tenor and the tone and as you like to say the momentum swung yeah. the momentum of the game um <clears throat> and then also uh it'll be interesting to see how um Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera go about attacking this that that offense mm. and I say that because when we think of the Giants outside you know um outside of Saquon Barkley yeah this is a team that really presents any difficult matchups for you at the wide receiver yeah. position, yeah, right? Um, you you know you have um, Darius Slayton. He's he he gets open. He deep. gets open, but he's a deep threat. Like he, he's but but outside of Darius Slayton, who else do you have? I got the I got the kid Robinson. I think the young boy. Um, Wondell got, Robinson. Yeah. He's on the he's on the he's on IR. He, they put him on IR now. Mm-hmm. He, he, I believe so. He just came. I thought he was back. He came back. He's, he just came, he went back on IR. I could be wrong. No, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let me give me okay. a second to check. Um, um, I'm gonna just in terms <clears> of which I agree. So a lot of things you just stated, actually, you really agree. Um, for me, the big thing is that what what I like about the Giants. I think this is very important. You mentioned not turn the football over. I think it's very like this is. Yeah, he's on IR. So. What you talk, what you talk about not turning the football over, I think is to, is is so key because the Giants are well coached and they don't beat themselves. So because of that, like because the Giants don't beat themselves, and if you're giving up turnovers, throwing the ball football, and you throwing it up like you know Taylor Heineke have like if he has that game where he throws two, he throws two picks or whatever, you're gonna put this team in a bad situation, you know, bad situation period because the Giants are well coached. They're well coached. They don't turn. They don't beat themselves. Like if you watch, they can get beat, but they don't beat themselves often. I think the guy you were referring to is Richie James, the wide receiver. No, I'm not talking about James. Are oh, you not talking about him? No, no, okay. No. It's the kid. It's the, it's the rookie. Yeah, Wondell Robinson. Yeah, yes, I'm yeah, talking he, about. yeah, he's he's on IR. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about because he was putting up numbers and then he got okay. But yeah, it's back, I, yeah. I to be honest with you, like you said, you know, um, Brian Dayball, he through these first. Uh, Twelve games, yeah. right? He he's kind of made a a statement that his teams aren't going to beat themselves. Yeah. We're not going to turn the ball over. We're not going to mm-hmm. have a lot of penalties. Um, we aren't going to have the the silly mistakes that happen when when fatigue takes yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but then again, you know how this team is. Washington's been playing the last couple of weeks. I, I just find it hard for me to. to develop a scenario in my mind where they lose if they continue to play the way that they're playing. Yeah, but you're going to play – you're playing – again, you're playing against a team who's not going to – I mean, it's not going to make mistakes. Like, or not say not going to, but it's going to make it hard. They they make a hard, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They're just well coached. And they did. They know who they know who they are, and they do it. You know what I mean? Like, you almost lost the game against – Atlanta was similar. Well coached. They know who they are, and they almost did. If it wasn't for a great play by Kendall Fuller, they could lose – they probably lose that game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you're going against another team that's well coached, who can, who has the same type of recipe. So my thing is like, it's not an easy game for him. So, but I, I feel like it's it's it, again. Since I told you about matchups, I said like matchups. This is not a game that I think that I am. I would be totally scared. I'm not. I think Daniel Jones is a better passer than Mariota. So I'm not just not knocking. I think he's a better passer of the football than Mariota. But to the point what you just mentioned that in terms of the out the the, the threats that they don't have on the outside, I do think it's easier. For them to this, this is a matchup that this is a team that still matches up well against matches up well for Washington. Gotta stop Saquon Barkley though, <clears throat> and and you can't give a big play Saquon. Like that's the that's the one. He kills Washington when healthy. Like he kills Washington, and I would argue to say like even when he wasn't healthy last year, the long run, he is healthy. He is all the way back. This is the real Saquon. So you get one of them lanes, and you're not in your gaps. You're gonna pay for it. All right. Speaking of being in you know lanes and gaps, and a guy who. That's kind of made a reputation <laughs> during his time and early in his career of not being where he's supposed to be. Yeah. That guy I'm referring to is Chase Young. DMV's Chase Young. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's getting close to returning to the field. Do you think he plays this Sunday against the New will. York football Giants? I kind of have a feeling that he will. I don't, know. I don't want him to play, but I think, I, I think he's going to play. Kind of yeah, you, you, you've gone on record and stated um, – I, I don't know if we were on mic, but um, the last time we were here, um, you, you don't want him – you want him to – So don't get redshirted. Yeah, just red shirt this year. What's, what's, what does it do? Like, I'm a big believer in that. What? It, like, this is my thing. For people keep saying, like, I think people just want to see him rather than caring about what what's best for him. <clears throat> because at the end of the day, like, what your defense is playing well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think throughout, forget it if you ever experienced it or whatever. Through your history of watching anybody 
who's had an ACL injury. The year they come back, are they typically their, their, themselves anyway? No. Well, and and this is the yeah, and this is the conversation we had last week. Yeah. Um, not last week, the week before last. Yeah. Don't you want him to shake off that rust, get over that mental hurdle of getting out there and yeah. and live action with his knee? You can do that in preseason. It's not the same, Wole. No, it's just yes, it is. Preseason, just put him in a preseason game. <clears throat> oh, it's all about getting confidence on your knee. It's not about the, like it's not about it's, about it's all about getting confidence. If I put you in a if I put you in a game where a, a game with with the NFL official and a referee and say go rush the passer, then you should be knocking out the rush. You should feel good enough. Or go shoot, go scrimmage. It's about getting your knee your knee believing in your knee. Like that's all it is. It's about belief in your knee. But you still get the explosion back. At least, and then you get to train. And this is a good thing that people forget. You get to train now to to, to improve your skills. Because the, the first all the all season not about of getting your knee right. It's about getting your knee right. You get the other all season to now work on your skill set, your real skill set. So now you get that. So now you're in a whole different situation now. Because this whole year it hasn't been about skill for real. Like it really hasn't. Because you're with your focus on strengthening the knee. Um. I, I do think you're not doing explosive. You're not worried about explosions. You're, you're not, but you're going. <clears throat> you're taking the mental reps, right? And you're studying film, yes, supposedly. That's true. And you're seeing, okay, when I get a, a chance to match up with this guy, I see that he likes to, to do this. Step hard to the outside, so mm-hmm. I'll come. I'll go with a speed rush inside, up under, right? So mm-hmm. he, so he's getting the, the opportunity to yeah. apply those mental reps, yeah. playing. You know. While playing this year, when he comes back, yeah, but I feel like you're not going to get it while you're not yourself. It doesn't really do anything for me. Like you're not getting that. Like I would rather perform anything as a competitor as myself. Like, like I would do that. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was. I will let you make your point. No, no, definitely not. Okay. All right. So, don't you think that it's important? Okay. So he won't be himself. I think we both can agree he won't be himself fully. Yeah. Physically, mm-hmm. but what this allows him to do is it allows him to work on his fundamentals, yeah. right? Get back to those fundamentals, some of those things that he probably um, the coaching staff and him and and Chase Young himself had an opportunity to break down some film of himself over the, his first two years in the league, and mm-hmm. he said, "Okay, when I come back, I need to be better at this fundamentally." And now applying that mm-hmm. because he doesn't have that superior superior athleticism. He has to stay true to the fundamentals now. Yeah, I just feel like doing that with a big, old, big, bulky brace. You ain't going. You ain't going to get what you want. You know, you're not going to get this. It just won't be. And then you won't get the same productivity out of like you out of the same position. Because I mean, your backup probably can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like all that, you can get that from your backup. Like you can get that from Williams, who's been doing well, or you know, you know what I'm saying. You can get from the dudes who've been been playing before you. I guess my thing is like when I look at Chase, I'm like, because we see in basketball, they 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 do it now, like. When they turn them, like, look how they treat Kawhi. Look how they treating uh, Clay Thompson. Look how they treated all these dudes. Like, they're not getting that one year. They're getting two years because they know, like, you know what? We can bring you back in one year. But I, I don't necessarily think that's fair because that's an 82 game season. Yeah, this that's true. 16 this 16 of these. All right. Like, all right. This, this, these are examples. Saquon Barkley missed, like, last year, Saquon Barkley played. What's Saquon? He wasn't. Yeah. He's Saquon. There's only one person in football history that has come back from ACL. Like I'm, and I'm saying this, and I'm being over the top. But one dude we can all remember that has come back from ACL, and the knee damage that this dude did was similar because Chase towards ACL and meniscus and other, all types of stuff in that knee. Adrian Peter? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he got 2,000 yards. Only one person. And he trains different. And that's the thing. He trains different, though. He trains like, a, like he's rocky. Like fighting, uh, what's his name, Drago. Like he trained on a different level. Like his training is similar. Like what he trains ain't is very similar to how it is. Because even Trent Williams talked about how he trains is different from anybody you're going to see, you know, in that, in that situation. Look at Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. There's just so many people who aren't themselves. So I'm like, I'm like, I just rather him be himself and play it. If 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 they were in dire need, I guess this is my thing. If they were in dire need, then I'd be with. I'm with it. Like if just say like. Their defense ends in trash. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, yeah, why not? But they not. See, I, with that scenario, and I know we need to wrap yeah. up. Um, 
even with that scenario, I wouldn't be okay with it because I would say, all right, you're going to be, you're you're going to put too much on a player. Who... I think they would put too much on him now, knowing his fan base wants. You has he has haters out there that are waiting for him to say, oh, look, he, he ain't chased. They're like just like the same thing that Saquon had to deal with in New York, and now they all now they all oh my god, Saquon's amazing. Chase is going to deal with it if he plays. These have you heard this from some of these folks on the radio station? I don't listen to them. Good for I you. Don't listen, good, I don't listen good to for you. Because I'm talking, I'm talking about the hosts. Some of these hosts. No, I don't. Yeah, listen like to they be, they be, they look, look. A lot of them waiting for the downfall of Chase. They want the argument. Oh, maybe they should just trade Chase Young away. They want that argument. So I'm like, yo, don't give I, to me. I guess, and I guess I'm looking out for the kid too. On the low, I'm like, yo, don't give these people any ammunition. Sit it out. You don't owe nobody anything but yourself. You owe you owe yourself to be the best Chase Young you can be. You know what I'm If you feel like no, if he feels him to his core that he has to be out there to get better, then I'm not cool him out and knock that young man's thought. But I'm telling you, I want you to be on the field when you chase. That's all. I want to be. I don't want, I don't want no. I don't want nobody to say. I want you to be on the field when you or the dude that I hated watching when I was a Michigan fan. Like I mean, not when you was in Michigan. I mean, when you was in, uh, playing Michigan in Ohio State. I want you to be that guy. So we'll see how it pans out. But anyway, we watched the Wizards on TV. But so far, you know. For, we're going to ask the question, who has been the most improved wizard compared to what we saw last season and this season? We'll discuss this after the break. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene. For ages, you dig? deuces on Empire Media. That's empiremedia.com. Dot com. It breaks my heart. They ain't believe in us. We the best music. music. They play themselves. Why you hating and being jealous? You could be over here embracing that love. More love, more blessings, more life. God did. You either win with us or you watch us win. DJ Khaled. They want to stop. Ooh. But look at us now. They count you out. Time to say a that we will make it Baby, bow our heads. Praying that I crash. Those guys, they don't wanna see you last. That take a three million dollars above your tax. A tub full of money, I still can't relax. You are listening to the urban sports scene with Wole and the homie Will T. The homie Ray Jeezy is out, and we are part of Empire Media, and that's empiremedia.com. All right, you teased the question before the break. From what you saw last season to now, which returning Wizards player has been the most improved? You know, it's easy to go with, you know, I'm not going with the obvious thing. A lot of people are probably going to say, like, Porzingis right now because, you know, what they saw last season. I'm going to go with Corey Crisper. I like I like what he's brought to the table. He's averaging nine points a game right now. Um, and the last year, I think they averaged around eight. So it was a one-point bump. But if you look at his play, he's shooting like 40, like 42 or something for the three. And last season, he was like in the 30s. So I think <coughs> that he, uh, he's brought up his game. If you watch, like, some of the games, like, he has made great cuts. It's more aggressive. Um, and this is a guy that, you know, started the season late, coming off an injury. I think he's come into this season improving on a lot of aspects of, of his game. He's not just one-dimensional. I said this before. He's not one-dimensional as a shooter. He's an athletic, He's actually an athletic kid. If you watch him with Gonzaga, you know he's got some bounce to him. So, for me, I would go Corey, uh, Corey Crisper. I'm going to go with the first-round pick before Corey Kispert. I'm going to go with Denny Abdia. Okay. All right. Um, He's play, I mean, he's played. He's improved. Yeah, his, his, his play and is definitely improved. not stats-wise. I think he's improved. It's not all about stats. I agree. Like, yeah, no, the, the way – the feel for the game. Yeah, I agree. The way he's getting baskets. It's not necessarily I'm waiting for Brad to break down the mm-hmm. D defense and pass me the ball or Porzingis to um, – break down the D. <laughs> break down the defense, excuse me. I, <laughs> when I said it, when I said it, and then I saw your face. I was just like, okay. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Go ahead, bro. No, um, and you know he he isn't waiting to get the ball um from a uh, a rotation from the strong side to the weak side, and he's going you know, ISO sometimes, and score, man. Yeah. He's going ISO sometimes. And and it's not just ISO buckets either. He's yeah. getting it within the flow of what uh, yeah. West Elmsdale Junior wants for them wants them to do offensively, mm-hmm. right? He's cut back, you know, backdoor cuts. 
um, cutting off of, um, you know, dribble handoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's and he's getting some baskets off of, off of isolation late in the late in yeah. the shot clock. Yeah. Um, so for those reasons, I think he's improved. I've always thought that Denny Avdia could be so one too. of those players that could be extremely important for this organization because his ability to uh, be a playmaker with the ball in his hand, yeah, to be like a third playmaker for yeah, this team. I, I think he has to work on it. I think his three ball is it should be better. Um, he thinks he's like low twenty, like high twenty, like don't say twenty eight percent from three. But I think he should be a better three point shooter. I think he's a, he's actually a decent shooter um, when he's lets it go. But I think he has to be more confident in the shot. So he posted the question on Facebook, uh, actually in the Wizards Nation Facebook group. Shout out to the Wizards Nation Facebook group. Um, uh, Joel Joel uh, Joella says Kuzma. Yeah, I think he's, he's up his game. I, I think I think his game is at the same level yeah, it is yeah, for the most part. In my point, in my in my opinion. Yeah, uh, person because I mentioned that uh, before. Rui and Gill. Um. So I mean, sorry. Uh, Mike Gale said Porzingis. Valencia uh, says Rui and Gill. Anthony uh, Gill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think um, Rui has brought his game up. I think everybody can agree on that. Uh, Rui's game has increased. I think he, now he's averaging about. I gotta look at the stats. I want to say averaging like fifteen. Um, it went down. Bowie's been hurt though the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. I'm looking at stats right now. I'm trying to pull it up. Bowie this season is averaging. Ooh, I wrong. thought it was like thir- okay. Sorry, oops, eleven. Described eleven, but he's you know had some. He was hurt not so long. But yeah, Bowie's uh, his three ball has gotten a lot better this season compared to well not actually what's Bowie shooting three thirty the last year eh about the same for real thirty three percent from three. Um. I think Rui's more. I, do, I will say Rui's more aggressive than I do know about Rui. He's more aggressive. I would like. I actually would like Rui to play to stop shooting as many threes. That's just my thing. I think Rui, the in new NBA, they try to make Rui shoot so many threes. I think Rui is a better mid range shooter than a three point shooter. But um, it is what it is. That's new NBA though. Everybody wants you a three. New NBA. Yeah, new NBA. Everybody wants you a three. Just not everybody want to be a. You want to be a tall Steph Curry, or you want to be like a dark skinned Steph Curry, or you just. Already light skin, so you're still carry right there. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Davis. He ain't gonna play. Yeah, I know. Right? You suck. I mean, I say suck. That's wrong. I ain't gonna say suck. That's bad. That's bad. That's messed up. That was a bad pick. <laughs> Looks like, saying, it's looking like it so far. That was a bad pick. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. That's a bad pick. I mean, I watched, because when, when they drafted him and I looked at his stats, I looked at him play. I know he had a good, like his last year was good. You know, in in the um, in the Big Ten, just wasn't a fit though. I mean, just wasn't a good fit. That's all. Yeah, I, I, just I'm just I'm, I'm curious, right? Because he he was a a top ten yeah pick, if I'm not mistaken. He was. Um, you know, like what went what's wrong? Not, what's not going right? Yeah, what I mean, what is it? Is it just a conditioning? What? Is it he's not understanding the offense? Is he a defensive liability? I'm uh, just curious. I think Wisconsin they play defense. Um. This is my opinion. You already have so many dudes in that position that you play. You just mentioned Denny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris. You got Bradley Bill. You got Crisper. Um, you got you just trade. You got Will to throw Barton too, right? Yep. Like really? Like how much? You just got another swing. Like it's just not. You're like basically sitting him for like you got him playing the G League, right? He's playing the G League, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're just playing him in the G League. I, to, I hate. I, I'm to be honest with you, Will. To be honest with you, Will. I hate. That teams do that to lottery picks. Like what? You draft them a lottery pick, you gotta play that boy. Like you should play him. If, you, if you're not a champion, you're not a championship team. Cause I even hate I hate I, that Golden State doesn't play Wiseman. Like yeah. I, I hate it. I think it's like you're ruining that young man. Like I think it's the worst. Like God bless Kevon Looney. There's no way in hell is Kevon Looney's better than Wiseman. I don't care for his role though, he's a good role player for that for what they do. But as a basketball player, he is not better than Wiseman. I don't. I don't care. You. I don't care. He is just not better than. Wiseman. I've seen. I've seen Wiseman play at his highest. That Kavon Looney is not even close to that. Now, is Kavon Looney a better role player than Wiseman? Yes, he's a better role player than Wiseman. Yes. Fits, yeah, he he fits a, a particular yes. role yes. for a championship yes. team. Just like how, <clears throat> like how Draymond's a great fit for Golden, Golden State. State. Not just a great fit. May not be the best fit fit somewhere else, but the great a great fit for Golden State. So, but in this situation, I think I would I think they should play the young boy. I do I do think they should play him. But it's 
it's it's, 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 it's it's tough. I'm with you though. I think it's kind of like yeah, it's the debate that I was having with one of my um, I was having with my barber actually mm-hmm. on um, Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Bow Bow. Man, if you, right. no, you could have, uh, don't get me on star on that. So if you think about it, He's Bobo wrong. was drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Yes, and he could have got tra- here, and they could have got him. Could have got him. He could be. He could have been here in Washington, yes. but then he was traded to Boston. We yeah. know that Boston. Yeah, he was traded to Boston, right? Mm-hmm. He did Boston is a team that had um, championship aspirations, so he didn't get. Little to no playing time. And they trained him. But now he's in Orlando. Orlando's a team that's developing very young, right? So there's an opportunity for him to make those mistakes and learn. But when you look at that talent, though, Dog, that Bo Bo has. This. Shaq said this. Like, you need to watch. Shaq said this. I feel like you got to listen to the NBA players, dude. He said when he watched his son play with Bo Bo, and he said this, like, yo, there's no reason why this dude shouldn't be getting any burn. Like this dude is, should be getting burned in the league. Like this dude should be. This dude could be a star in the league. He said this. Like Shaq said this. And now you see him in Orlando. Like you said, because he's getting the opportunity. I don't get why Denver. I said this. Before, I don't get why Denver didn't just give him a shot. Like honestly, I don't even get why Boston. Like to me, when you, I know you like that's championship aspirations. But even with his skill set, like you could make that work. Bro. If yeah, you could yeah, make exactly. that work, if you think about it, man. <laughs> if he, if Boston had a said, all right. We will find fifteen minutes a 15 game. Fifteen minutes, man, to get him in spirit, sporadically. Exactly. Yeah, that team would be a dynasty. Be, be on a dynasty I'm you, status. I'm gonna give you, make it even, dog. Wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. Rest in peace. Wasn't. But dude, we had a championship aspirations with Nick Van with Eddie Jones, Shaquille O'Neal, all these, and we still fit Kobe in. You get know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could fit that type of talent in. Like when you this, see when you see a dynamic talent. Yes, you, say, you can fit right, it in, man. Let's like, let's let's make the sacrifice, move yes. some guys. We can get make them it work. some playing time. We can make it work because they're that dynamic yes, of a and, talent. And you can make it work. Like he's a seven foot dude with guard ability. Seven was he seven, seven four. four? But guard ability. Yeah, everyone's talked about Victor Wimbenyana. That that's that's, that's Victor what it is. Wimbenyana. That's what it is. <laughs> that's right what there. it is right there. That's what it is right there. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I'm with you, man. Like when, when and I remember, remember, I was, I remember, I was like when Bobo was like he was pushed. It's like, what's like a second round pick? He was a second round pick. I was like, yo, you wizards, you got the story. You had his dad. Like, what is this? You had his dad. Like, this is the story, bro. Like, this is, one, you getting a baller and you got the story? Come on. I think some teams were scared away from his medical. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, even man. But even still, like like you said, man, look, in today's NBA where, um, let's be frank, you rest player, you give guys nights off. Dog, NBA gets... And was was injury prone. How many times did we like the way? Yeah, you the get them into your program. You get them with your physicians. Yeah. You get them with your um, PTs. You develop a diet, a workout regime, and you say, "All right, one or two years, like for a whole year, yeah. you are not going to play. We're going to work with you and practice. Yeah. Well, towards the end of the season, we'll try to find ten minutes a game to play you." Man, shout out like, to the Magic, bro. Like I like with that. Like shout out to the Magic. Get that man an opportunity, and you see what's happening. Yep, and he's scoring. He not just he's scoring. He he doing work. And yeah, not not just scoring. He's doing all, all facets all, of all the game. Facets. Rebounding, dog. He working. Shocking, blocking, blocking shots. shots. Man, just handling the ball. Yeah, not not just in not just on the fast break either. Like, yeah, I'm saying within like, the half court. Man, I'm telling you, man. Like I'm with you. That's a. I think that's a thing that that's something that's something the witches are going to regret. That's something. The Nuggets will regret, and that is something the Celtics will regret. To, Absolutely. Death, to a certain extent, they will regret it. Like, because you had that dude in your building, in yep. the building, and you decided to say, you know what? Let's trade it. And I don't and I, What did you get for it, though? Nothing. That's the thing. What did you get for it? Nothing. Exactly, man. All right, man. About to go to break. We're going to talk about Deshaun Watson returning. He returns this Sunday. I'm kind of excited. I ain't going to lie to y'all. We'll talk about this after the break. <laughs> it's the Urban Sports Team. For ages. You dig? Deuces. On Empire Media. That's EmpireMedia.com. Dot com. We the best music. Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. Khaled. I like the wretched as women. G6, let's get it. Rich niggas coming down to the city. Yo, bitch, I 
outside getting litty. Showing me the titties, acting like a menace. Standing on the couch, standing on business. Drinks in your mouth, swallowed on spit it. Party all the time, feeling like Diddy. Shining little wrist, feeling like Billy. God did, God did, I'm a witness. I just sent 50 bottles to bitches. Know the gang getting the vip by the penis. Still in the meeting, be back in a minute. The phone talking chicken. We the best, we too blessed, we keep winning. The party won't stop, it won't finish, let's get it. Let's get it. His former team, the Houston Texans. Talking in Houston. About, in Houston. Shh, talking about a show. That's like <laughs> a soap opera. Like, hey, man, Will T, what are your expectations for Deshaun? Um, I, I, I think he's going to be rusty. Okay. You know, he hasn't played football in a year plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he'll have to deal with a lot of distraction initially. Yeah, the booze. The booze, um, because they'll be in Houston, the booze, yeah. and then – um, the, I'm pretty sure he's had a lot of requests for media um, interviews this week. That sure, I, I believe, if I, I was doing some research about him mm-hmm. um, and his subject uh, prior to the show, that he's rejected all media requests. He's Good just con- he's contra- he's just concentrating on football at yeah, this man. point in time, and and I think he should be. He yeah. should. It's about football, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think anyone who 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 believes, and I and I think if the coaching staff, I think the coaching staff has to um, tamper expectation for ownership, yeah, right? Yeah, for yeah. for the Haslam's, yeah, yeah, because they're going to prop. They may think, oh, we gave this guy two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. Yeah. He hasn't played football in a whole season yeah. and uh, and eleven and eleven a whole season, yeah, like eleven games, eleven games. games so they're probably going to say we want people. The expectation for them is for him to be dyna- dynamic be and be the old Deshaun Watson. But it's going to take a, a long time for him to get out there and, and get back to that, especially uh, with him trying to learn his new teammates and learn this new sure. offense. Well, the good thing about it is that he has a good, he, has a, he has a power running game. Um, when you have you know Chubb and um, Hunt, right? So you got something to lean on. So you know he won't have to be he won't have to carry the team. He struggles a little bit, uh, but he also the good things he's going against the Houston Texans, who suck. <laughs> so I mean, if, you know, not to say that there's homecoming games and, and everything, but I mean, if you're looking for a homecoming game to feel right, Houston Texans are is the team. You know what I mean? So we saw what Taylor Heineke was able to do with, against the Houston Texans in terms of living in fashion. It's not like he was doing something spectacular, but he was able to move the football. So you're gonna you're gonna see. Deshaun Watson, if he's going to get right, going to get right. If he's going to get a game to play well, coming and being rusty, it's not a bad homecoming game. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not I mean, a, it's not. It's, it's an ideal game for somebody who's coming back from a long layoff. I'll say that much. You're playing against the worst NFL team in the league. Yeah, um, I, I I totally agree with you. This is an ideal if you you know to get your feet back wet yeah. and um, to get your familiarity yeah. back to you know you being to get some confidence yeah. for yourself. Yeah. This is probably the ideal matchup Seriously. for you. Yeah, and then you're playing with, and you are playing with, like, and I think uh, I gotta check. I think their best corner is out. Is Stingley? Stingley maybe out. Derek Stingley. He may be yeah, out. I believe so. So I mean, Amari, who's had a good year, even with um with Brissett, you can. I mean, I'm saying there. If you want to go the route of trying to feature his arm, you can go that route. If he, if he looks bad against Houston, that's a problem. Then you're going to have to wait until next season to get the road to Sean Watson. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. But, again, even if he struggles a little bit, 
I, again, Houston has like the worst run defense. You can run Nick Chubb. Yeah, you can run Nick Chubb and, and Hunt uh, and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So, um, but it, it'll be interesting, you know, with I know with all with the narrative that'll be out there presented during the pregame. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, you know, it's definitely going to pick up tomorrow because tomorrow's Thursday, right? Thursday, Friday, yeah, it's Saturday. Um, so it'd be interesting to hear the narrative, you know, during those pregame um, shows, and then also um, as we get, you know, later into the week with the media, um, specifically the Houston media, and then um, it's alleged that uh, ten of his accusers will be attending the game. Yeah, they'll be there. Um, Let's hope they all. Get, all I'm saying is that I just want the for the people out there about Deshaun Watson. I hope that you all are not Big Ben Rotherberger, uh, Big Ben fans, because I just want you to keep the same energy. If you Big Ben fans and you hate, you hate uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. If that's the like, that's the stance that you are. I'm hoping that you feel the same way about, about Big Ben. That's all I'm saying. Like if you, if you, if you don't feel the same way about Big Ben, then I feel like there's another issue. <laughs> you feel as if people are being hypocritical. Yes, there's another issue. Just saying, like that's what it is. And we, these are all allegations or whatever it, it may be. No, it's all allegations. You know what I'm saying? We, no one knows the truth of what happened. They're all allegations. But I'm just saying, if that's the case, just make sure you stay. You, you, you keep it all the way 100. That's all I'm saying. Like you gonna have that stance? Have that stance. Because I feel like in today's culture, I mean today's society, we have one stance on one situation. But another situation, we feel slightly different. Whatever reason right. that is, I don't know. But that's I'm just saying. Like, and it could be the same exact thing. One may be even worse in the same realm. You know what I mean? One may even be even worse. But you tend to ignore this one because for this one. So that's all I'm saying. But in terms of football play, I mean, I'm, I want to see him play. Absolutely, I want to see him play. I, I, I mean, I've, I, was a, I was a big Deshaun Watson. I I like watching Deshaun Watson play football. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like watching him play football in college. I like watching him play when he was with the Houston Texans. You know what I'm saying? And now I want, I want to see what he plays, with, see how he looks against the, with the Browns. I mean, I, I think he has, a, he has a lot of ability, a lot of talent. Um, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Form. Yeah. Um, like you said, it'll be interesting to see how he fares um, this Sunday in Houston. And then I'm pretty sure – um, I don't know Cleveland's schedule, but I'm pretty sure they have um, a couple of, or maybe a high profile game or two. I mean, this is a high profile game because they playing the Texans, right? Yeah. Cause they, only because they're going back home. But, uh, oh, yeah, only because he's going back home. Not but, because of sorry, as Texans. Um, Cleveland Browns, man. Shout out to Lovey Smith, man. I feel bad for you, but I get blown out. Um, let's see. Yeah, you're right. Some good games coming up for Cleveland. They got, after the Texans, they got the, they got the Bengals, then they got the Ravens. Cause they're defense. Their their division doesn't been, like they got two tough ones. They got the Saints and they got the Walk. They got the, they got the Commanders. They got the Commanders on New Year's. Oh, so he'll be in DC. Yeah, man, he'll be in DC. Okay, I know, man. I mean, somebody wanted him in DC. That's you know what? That's a whole different thing. <laughs> I mean, that's a conversation. So, that's that's a topic that's for another, when another. for when they come. They come. To you DC know what? Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, but January first, no. you'll you'll get that conversation here on the Urban Sports thing. Yeah, but no, uh, <laughs> you think about it. So after this week, you got Joe Burrow, and do you have Lamar Jackson? So Man, you know, so that so you know, and we know the NFL is a quarterback driven league. Young so, quarterback right yep, now, and you know, all young. Yeah, Deshaun Watson versus Joe Burrow, which that'll be and the, the storyline, yeah. and then you have Deshaun Jackson versus Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar. Um, yeah, no, I got Lamar. You. Lamar Jackson, Jackson, you know, um, with Lamar asking for the allegedly uh, a, a contract similar yeah. to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So great storyline there. You ain't, you ain't lying about that. So yep. yeah, man, get your popcorn ready. It's gonna be a great couple of weeks. I mean, it's gonna be an entertaining couple of weeks of us like following uh, Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how that pans out. But anyway, man, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and tune in and iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio and Google Podcast. Excuse me, just. Search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Hit that red subscribe button and like multiple videos on our channel. And check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Ampire Media, at ampiremedia.com. And, down, and this show can be found 
on Podcast DC. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. All right, man, we gave you another banger. You are welcome. That's me and Will are saying. You are welcome. <laughs> thank you for listening. To, and I'm going to say thank you for listening to. So, bang. And now you can say you are welcome. All right, anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene. For ages. Yeah, dig. Deuces. Hey, Mega, lead us out, big homie.